When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blakey's Booth Room, the number one Cardiff City podcast. Brought to you by Wales Online. Hello and welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the Cardiff City podcast brought to you by Wales Online in association with Giovanni's Restaurants. I'm your host, Glenn Williams, and I'm joined by Nathan Blake, and we are delighted to welcome Reese Chambers as well as our special guest today. Reese, welcome to the show. Welcome, Reese, a.k.a. Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Got a Alvarez look about him, just so we don't punch like him. So, Reese has been with us at Wales Online this week. Um, Reese is the sports editor of Guy Reed, the Cardiff yep. University That's student right, newspaper. Yeah. Um, and he's been doing a lot of really good stuff that you can check out Wales Online later this week. Um, some deep dive analytic stuff into Josh Murphy, Cardiff's first half woes, and looking at Steve Morrison's under-23s and just how they play and how they might link up or not with, with the first-team style of play. Paul Abandonado is not with us today. Really? <laughs> Uh, but he has kindly left me a script, an itinerary, which I will I will read out. I go to board meeting now. It feels like that's a. He's, uh, he's written it in the third person. So any apologies uh, on there? Apologies, Paul Abandonado. <laughs> he says Paul Abandonado can't join us today. He's had to go to Manchester to scout on United and City players for the Bluebirds. <laughs> yeah, right. Pause for laughter there. No, it's a company sports editor seminar. Actually, I know he's sorry to miss the boot room because he gets such positive feedback from it for, from City fans. However, he does want to make a couple of points. Want me to make a couple of points for him? So we'll start off then. Okay, this is Paul. We're going to go with Paul's itinerary show. Today. We are going to go with Paul's right. itinerary, which is great because Blakey's come in early today, so I didn't have time to put an itinerary together myself. Yes, um, yes, Paul, yes. Paul's done it himself. So um, here we go. So this is Paul's take on the Brentford game. An absolute rip-roarer, hugely entertaining from the first minute to the last. Classic clash of styles, what a superb little side Brentford are. But why, upon his return to the team, did Joe Rawls, from the kick-off, have to boot the ball pretty much straight out of play? It happened again after one of Brentford's goals. Surely City can be more accurate, accurate and precise than that. Ordinary referee in again, at best, but Harris has to stop blaming the officials the whole time and look at the things he could have done better. Why did the side start so slowly yet again? This is becoming far too much of a habit now. Why did he not send Murphy on, who would have offered far greater attacking edge than Ward? Blakey. I'll come to you after that. So um, which part of that do you, want to, do you want to pick apart first? Well, so Joe, Joe Rawls... It's like an essay. Joe Rawls <laughs> booting the ball out straight from kick-off. I don't know, is that much of a talking point for you? No, not for uh, me. That's just that's, 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 uh it's, 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 you could make it into a talking point if you want, but hey, Cardiff been doing it for years now, so mm. it's, uh, it is what it is. Ordinary referee, now that was obviously a big, big talking point afterwards, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Um, so firstly then, let's go to the, the Will Vox incident, mm. um, after 29 minutes, I think it was. Remind me. So Vox, I think is is it Dalsgaard or Norgard, one of them, yeah. um, tackled Vox and the ball went out of play. And it appeared as though... Oh, he needed him in the head. Put his knee on the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 he didn't appear. He needed him in... He, he knelt on his face, basically. Yeah. And he used his face as a prop to get yeah, it was back a, it was to a, Yeah, it was like not to see red. It's as simple as that. Yeah, red card in your, in your view? I think that's the general consensus. Well, flip it. Flip that. The lad does that, the uh, Volksy. Yeah. Would be screaming. Is, yeah, I'd be, I would be, yeah. So, you know, uh, listen, he, he's a bit of a little Terminator mm. by the looks of things. But, um, it's good to see, though. Not that. Not condoning. <laughs> it's good to see a player with it's a bit good, of... It's good to see a bit of WWE. <laughs> 
I can't at City Stadium. I can't, I can't afford. I get a ticket for that. Edge, though, isn't it? A bit of bite, a bit of Gunnison, a bit of Listen, yeah, I'd like to see that in a player. I don't, you know, you don't condone the. The knee in the head. He didn't knee him in the head, as no. in like a, a forceful thrust of his knee. No, but there was absolutely no knee. There was it was it was a reaction. Mm. It was like almost a frustration. Him and the lad have clearly been at it, and uh, mm. for me, it was uh, one of those things, incidents that happens happen in games. Um, and sometimes the referee, you, 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 sometimes you it's beyond you how they don't see it but they don't I watched the um, Hibs and Hearts game the other day and uh, one of the Hibs players just stamped on on one of the Hearts players back and and, yeah, the, and the referee's like 10 yards away and he doesn't see it then no even not even a yellow card so mm. these incidents sometimes happen in games and you, it, they do leave you scratching your head but um, fortunately um Referee didn't see it because I think he would have walked him. And uh, Vokes has been important for the for the team of late. So that'd be well. Imagine if he goes and got no one to throw the ball in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I think the one thing to note there though is that the referee did see it because he gave them a talking to, and he has to note in his post match report whether he did or didn't see it. So I think that means now that he can't be retrospectively banned because he did see it. But on a side note, Reese, what have you made of Will Vork since he's been brought into the team and given a, a good run? Yeah, I think he's been very good. He's built that, like Blake said, he's built that energy in. He plays right on the line of aggression and then what we saw on Saturday. Um, I think he's exactly what the midfield need. I think you've spoken on this podcast before about Pack and his lack of um, dynamism in there I think um, Vokes, Rowles and Bakuna all bought that on Saturday and I think they're uh, well Vokes especially brings those long throw-ins which I, I know you're not big fans of 100% of the time but I think he um, yeah he does bring a few um, different uh, elements to his game and he's Welsh as well which I think the fans like yeah yeah very yeah. good point yeah. just back on the referees again late on there, there were a few contentious decisions when Said long throwings were being bombarded into the. Uh, the yeah, I do think box. the one with a handball. Well, I, I thought the penalty. Well, I straight at, yeah, straight mm. after handball and a penalty. I thought. I thought so, so I thought too. So there was, there was a handball claim before when Morrison. Yeah, lick, not, nodded it on it to the left hand side, yeah. and the, the lad's arm is there, and he. he I so that so there was one. There mm. was the first one that I didn't think was a penalty, and mm. then about two minutes later, same thing happened again. Nodded it on. Handball, I thought was a penalty, mm-hmm. and also I thought Hoyler being tripped penalty, yeah. was a penalty. Yeah, I Do you agree well. with that? Assessment? I absolutely concur. Reese, agree with that assessment? Yeah, but I thought as well that I can't remember who was marking Morrison and handballed it. Was it Ben Rama, possibly, mm. um, who was in front of him and he was dragging him down as well? So you've got mm. kind of three fouls in there, which yeah. you know, the old cliche they'd be given anywhere else on the pitch. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. They're not given in there because they're in the penalty area. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a ploy, so um. The Cardiff fans start calling for VAR, but please withhold. <laughs> mm. We want to get VAR out of the game. I'm an advocate for out, out, out. You know, I've never been an advocate no. for it. No, very true. Um, so let's let's move on to another topic that Paul mentioned. There was why did City start so slowly again? They always start slowly. Rarely do they start quickly. Um, you know, the Forest game was. You know, they done okay first half in the Forest game. Started after probably five minutes. Got into the game, mm. ten minutes. Um, and then started slowly second half. Mm. And Forest started on fire and won the game. Listen, I, I'll maintain. I've not seen a... I'm, okay, I can maybe count one, maybe two, where I say they, they put in a good 60, 70 minute which is a equivalent of a 90-minute performance because yeah. you're not going to have it all the time for 45 minutes each half. But I just, listen, people talk about promotions and things like that. I, When we got promoted, I said after five games we get promoted. I, get, I know what a promotion team looks like. This isn't one. Mm. This isn't a playoff team. You know, I keep saying I love them to prove me wrong, but they're not. Reese, you've got some pretty astonishing stats when it comes to Cardiff's Ooh, ordinary yeah. stats, haven't you? Yeah, um, don't want to spoil your piece, which I'm sure everyone's going to read later on in the week, but do you want to yeah. just give us a little flavour of, uh, on, of what you've found out? Yeah, so they've conceded the most goals in the first 15 minutes of any side this season. Um, and if games were finished at half-time, they'd be 20th in the league. 
um, which isn't great reading. And like Blakey said, there, that's not a playoff playoff form, is it? Um, it's hard to pinpoint quite why they start so slowly. I'm not sure there's any given reason. But when they do go behind, they seem a much better side. Mm. And obviously that's frustrating for Harris, uh, frustrating for the fans as well. But I, I'm not quite sure. I'll put exactly. it down to the way we play. So I'll go from when I used to play. Mm. All right? For me, we play in a very single-minded, straightforward, what I would call blinkered style of football. All right? There's, there's not imagination to our play. Mm. All right? This is what I say about the long throw-ins and things like that. Paul's asking about the kickoff and all that, right? There's no, there's no sort of, right, go off and listen, you've got to show me something. I want to see something magical, you know, front line. I want to see something different. There's none of that. We play in a very methodical, straightforward, corners go here, long throws go here, I pass the ball there. Very rigid in the... We don't, we don't run off the ball. Mm. That's not our style. And that's why I say these players are almost stuck in a programme, mm. right? They're stuck in that, that Warnock way of playing. Warnock way of playing. I made the point last week about when Morrison picked the ball up and threw it down a line to nobody. It's just, it's muscle memory, right? So the stats don't surprise me at all. What, they'd be 20th now if the game's finished half yeah. time. But then the flip side to that is... Second half form? Second half fourth, half, fourth, isn't yeah. it? Fourth in the league. Second half, fourth in the... Well, I didn't even know that, but I was going to say, I bet last 15 minutes of games, there's not many teams who are better than Cardiff, mm. right? But also then, add to that stat, the reason why, and I've said this before, the reason why Cardiff brilliant for the last 10-15 minutes of games this season especially is because so many teams are still in the game when they come to Cardiff City Stadium they're either 0-0 yeah. 1-0 or 2-1 down or 2-1 up yeah or 2-0 up and then it's what what teams do naturally is you protect so you come to the card if you know it's a difficult place to come with 10 minutes to go, 12 minutes to go, plus injury time, around about 15 minutes, your psyche is right to drop and defend it, right? We're 8th or we're 6th or we're 4th, we've got a point, we'll shut up shop sort of thing and take it. Yeah. That plays into Cardiff's hands, Yeah. right? Yeah, you're right. It absolutely plays into Cardiff's hands. So Cardiff give the impression that they're stronger than anybody the last 15 minutes because teams drop, and Cardiff, that's what they need to bombard you with long throws and everything, right? Yeah. And corners, that's how they build p- pressure. Point, yeah. That's how they build momentum, yeah. right? But it's not from playing football. It's, you don't see Cardiff play teams that just come stronger and stronger and stronger and play teams off the park. Opposition are allowing Cardiff. Opposition. If you do what Forrest done and, and, and say, no, 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 we'll defend your throw-ons, mm. right? We'll defend them all day. But what we'll do, we're going to... We're going to attack you, and we're going to keep the ball, but we're going to counter-attack you. We're going to really put you on the back foot, not sit back in the last 15 minutes of games. If I was coaching against Cardiff, I'd say, I'd use the last 15 minutes as my, I'd expect to score a goal or two. Yeah. Right? Because Cardiff is so open, last 15 minutes. Bombard, bombard, bombard. That's what I want, right? The old rope dope Come on in, come on in, come on in, and then come off and just smash you with, you know, three or four counter-attacks. Mm. I'd at least get four or five chances last 15 minutes, I'm telling you now. Not a problem. So, those stats, brilliant stats from Reese. But after those stats, you could probably look at the rest, uh, look at the other stats about the second half, fourth in the table. Why the two halves are so chalk and cheese? Mate, it's a mentality. I, I'll say it all the time, it's a mentality. When, when Cardiff start to adopt a style of football which is pass move, right? Sounds simple, pass move. Those sorts of stats will start to disappear. But until that happens, like I said, we're just programmed in. And I said many moons ago, probably take two or three years, right, to get over this mound that Neil Warnock had built up, mm. right? It, it will take two or three years. It's the same with other managers who play that style. You look at Middlesbrough now, where they are. No disrespect to Tony Pulis, but it takes teams a while. If you're a, fo- if you're a footballing team, yeah. right, and you allow someone to come in and set 
a new philosophy into the club and then bring those players in to fit that philosophy, it's difficult then because you've got to turn over that squad, turn over the mentality. That is diff. I'm just telling you from a player's perspective, mm. it's difficult, right? I think the most disappointing thing for me on Saturday was the first 25 minutes. I thought Cardiff was so passive. Uh, yes, Brentford are a good football inside, but Cardiff let them play. They made them look like Brazil at times. They were just sitting there. <laughs> Brentford were pinging passes down the wing, slipping it back inside midfield. Ben Rama shooting from range, walking shooting from range, and I, they didn't do anything until this flashpoint on 29 minutes where. Will Volks, Thomas Frank had this big Barney on the touchline. All of a sudden, the stadium's up in his feet, and then they drag Brentford into a dogfight, and they scored two goals in the next 15 minutes, and arguably could have gone on to win the game. Mm. But it's just so disappointing that for the first 25 minutes, the stadium is a little bit. There's a bit of a buzz, not not too mm. much. The players were just sort of jogging around. There's all more of a empty blue seats than I've seen for a while. Yeah, and there was just this big argument, flashpoint. Patson and Volks, two very combative, abrasive players, got the fans on their feet. Then all of a sudden, they, they got started. Mm. But why? Does it take half an hour for... Well, what we need is that with quality football. Mm. That is Cardiff City, right? If you want to, if the hierarchy want to know what the, the philosophy is to follow, it's right there. That flashpoint, that sort of fire, fans up, rah, sort of like going to war, plus football. We're not, we're not, like I've said before, we're not Swansea. Swansea changed their philosophy 20 years ago and it's worked for them. That we don't want that. We don't want pass, 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 patience, pass, pass. We want where Swansea might like the Man City, we're like the Liverpool. We're mm. high tempo, high press, quality players, quick players, athletic players. That is the philosophy of Cardiff City. If you go back over years and years and years and years and years, you'll find it, right? That's how Cardiff City play. That's what our fans expect to see. High tempo, good quality football. You know, get through you like hot knife through butter. Mm. They're not trying to break you down slowly, slowly, slowly. They want players with pace, power, aggression, skill. Yeah. Right? Match the philosophy of your fans. They set the tone. Because I always say they're the only constant. Players come and go, managers come and go, owners come and go. The only constant is the fan. Right? So you have to adhere to what they want. That way you get everyone on side. That way you get 32,000 in that stadium. Don't matter if you're playing Luton or if you're playing Forest or you're playing, you know, Derby County, Leeds United, it doesn't matter. They'll fill the stadium mm. because they're coming to see quality football. Don't care who's against. They expect the slap middles, but 6-0. Yeah. They expect yeah. a good dogfight against West Brom and come out on top. That is Cardiff City, but... Maintain if you don't understand it, you can listen, you can roll on, roll on, keep rolling on. But my fear now, I'll say it now my fear is we go back to right. If you're not moving forward, you're either standing still or going backwards, right? Well, standing still is the same as next year, but that's just going past you, right? So we're kind of standing still at the moment, we're in that kind of tricky period, right? And I do feel, feel for Neil Harris in a way because, like, there's a lot that goes unseen, but yeah. I see it. No. I understand it. I know what's going on. I see it. right? And I do feel for him uh, at times. I do think he can play more football, but I, I do feel for him. It's difficult. Yeah, right? I agree. My fear is we're stood still at the moment mm. kind of thing. Last time this happened was when Warlock then came in. right? Because what happened, we'd stood still for so long, we started to Progress. go backwards. Mm. Yeah. Regress. We're going backwards, backwards. Then it was like, Neil became the obvious choice to come and SOS us and the rest is history kind of thing. But we find ourselves back in the same position, almost, not quite, but almost as prior Neil Warnock. We're just in that, drawing so a lot of games, game? drawing a lot of games. Well, you, you've got to really back your manager, right? Financially? It, you, well, you've got, listen, you, you, you can teach an old dog new tricks, Right? So if the players that were brought you, they were brought it for a reason, mm. because they fit into a certain philosophy. They were all six foot three. And right, <laughs> right. They, they fit into a certain philosophy, yeah. right? And don't get me wrong, there's players we have, I think, like Bakuna. I think Bakuna can play in any type of team. Mm. Honestly, I think he, he can. Mm. I think his athleticism, I think we kind of underutilise Bakuna. 
even though he's been very good this year, I still think you get more out of him. I and I wasn't a massive advocate of no, Bruno. No, but I think right? you think the same of it. But I think he does divide fans' opinion. Though, yeah, right? yeah. I think well, it's because the length of his That's opinion. That's what we love. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I see something that you don't see. What about you? Vice versa. What do you think of Bakuna? I think, yeah, I think he's got pros and cons like any player in that midfield does have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whether he has something that can change the complexion of the team. And see, I would be saying get more goals. Like yeah. between Volks, uh, Rawls and Bakuna... Right, we're going to work on one of you's always going to sit and two of you are always going to go. Right? Or one of you's going to sit, one of you's going to play in between, and one of you's going to play high and look the game behind as a runner. Right? That is the general consensus. Right? When they got the ball, obviously we're all in a shape that, whether it's one deep, two high, two deep, one high, whatever. But that's for you to work on on the training ground. That's, that's how you want to play. But for me, the the, the the three midfielders, if one is, say Pack was playing and he was constantly the holder, I'm two goals a season, I expect that you. The others, I expect seven to double figures, mm. the two others. So Volks gets 12, Riles gets like nine. Or Bakuna gets 11 and you know Volks gets seven or eight. You know, but you've got to chip in. Well, we'll come on to the midfielders in a bit more detail later, but um, I think that's a fairly good snapshot of the game there. Mm. And uh, we'll be back in part two with a bit more analysis on it. Subscribe to The Boot Room on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk. Okay, welcome back. And in this part, we will be talking a bit further about the talking points from uh, from that game against Brentford. So I'll revert back to to Paul's script. Back to your back to your schoolwork. Yeah. So <laughs> Paul, Paul says he, he's labelled this one Sanderson Adoma. He says, "Love the new combination down City's right flank. A far more potent threat than Peltier White, and something the team has been crying out for this season." Um, Blake, your thoughts on that initially? I agree with you. Yeah. I think uh, if you look, Adoma has probably been involved with five, four or five goals since he's been here. Lovely ball for Hoylet to, to yeah, score. Yeah, to score. There's a good bit game. of play as well. Yeah, yeah. link up on that. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's come from, I think, from Sanderson breaking down the right earlier on. Yeah. Right, it yeah, almost it, broke down, but it... it, it Vaux to Rawls, was That's it? right, Recently, something like that. And then down the yeah, flank right. to... So, Adoma. I think, and I listen, partnerships, mate. Mm. Say it a million times. It's, I don't understand like modern day management, uh, or it might not be the manager. It might be doing these things, but I don't understand. Well, let me take that back. Sanderson's just come. Adoma's just come. So that partnership, if you can let it develop and grow, it'll be very good, mm. right? Though, have one eye on Adoma's not as quick as he used to be, right? Very good player. Great experience. Wouldn't even mind seeing him like step inside a bit into the central mid if he has to. Do you know what I mean? Because that that wing is, he's got a lot of experience. Just give him a bit more. Just change the kind of responsibility sometimes because mm-hmm. he's got a lot of experience in this league. And he's come in, and for someone who's at the tail end of his career, let's say then, right? Yeah. He's like he's he's lifted. He's he's kind of lifted expectation and what you. He's he's consistent. Yeah, yeah, consistently right. good, which is a big problem with Carlos. Which is a massive yeah. problem, right? Now yeah. you've got young Sanderson behind him. So what's Sanderson got that Adoma hasn't got? Mad legs, yeah. right? So create that partnership. Adoma, you can go inside sometimes. Sanderson, you can use that athleticism down the right hand side. Adoma's already given you crosses, given you opportunities. Got what? Probably four assists, three or four assists already this mm-hmm. season. But, but, well, since he's come here, since January. So, for me, that that is what centre-back partnerships, centre-midfield partnerships, right wing, right back, you know, left wing, left back, you know, strikers, number nine, number ten, however you want to play. Partnerships, they're partnerships all over the park. And I think what you're witnessing is uh, the early development of a good partnership between two good, consistent... Because mm-hmm. Sanderson looks like he's going to be a consistent... Because like he's he? very good going forward, mm. but good size, good stature, and he's a good defender. Yeah, you know I me, mean? don't mind being one on one. Fancies himself. So, for me, a bit like Wan Bissaka in that sense, isn't he? In terms of mm. 
even if he finds himself out of position occasionally, which you will as a 20-year-old kid, yeah. he's got the scrap and the pace to get back. Yeah, and he's got the size and stature, athleticism. Mm. You could even see him playing centre-back if he wanted to. I think he has played centre-back for well, that's no surprise there. a few times. All right. But um, I think one of them, he's, he's either Domer or Samson, put in that cross for Bennett where he should have scored... Um, yeah. With a little crowd. <laughs> <laughs> How did he miss that? Uh, the left foot there. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. That should have been the winner, let alone these penalty shouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think that um, the partnership between Sanderson and Adoma, Harris has brought both of those players in. Yeah. So that's an indicator that you can bring players in that are, gonna, like Blake said, bring those partnerships mm. on the pitch. The only issue is Sanderson's on loan and Adoma's now 32. Mm. So whether and also that, on loan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's probably not going to be the partnership on the right foot, yeah. but it, it's a good indicator, isn't it, that Harris yeah, no, can I get players right. in and fill a void. And if we can, Paul alluded to it as well, if we hark back to the start of the season, Neil Warnock's first choice right flank there, Lee Peltier, I think you were a massive fan. I love Peltier. Great defender. But what do we always say? Doesn't get forward at all. Right. Gavin White, still only 23. I am a massive fan of Gavin White. I understand he's another one who, who splits the fan base as, as wingers do, but... I think we're all in agreement that this new look right side is far more progressive and far more of a threat. Well, it's, it's, listen, Gav, I'm sure, is a lovely kid and he, he I'm a fan of him because I think his work rate is fantastic, right? But if you're a winger, your job, first and foremost, is to provide and score goals. Your job, right? Just like if you're a fullback, hence why... People might say, oh, Peltier, your job as a defender is to defend first and foremost, right? Now, if you're a 9 out of 10 come defending and a a 4 or 5 out of 10 going forward, you'd rather that in your right back than a 9 out of 10 going forward and a 3 or 4 defending, Mm. right? Because defending is your first. Hence why I say, Peltier, I loved him, but there was things missing, but you either start to make develop that in him, right? Try and, you know, I'm not talking about becoming this overlapping with, just just run forward a bit more. But again, kind of stifled on the way we play. Often you would see Peltier chasing the, the left winger over to the far right-hand side of the pitch, right? It, it, like, criminal, really, in, in, in footballers' terms. You know, player to player, you'd be rowing. Well, I would in my day, say, what are you doing like just totally blowing the shape mm. but I digress but for me Sanderson got plenty going forward plenty at the back defending for me that is the balance you want in a defender right couldn't go forward but Glenn we've been saying these things for years like, it's not it's not nothing new mm. I mean Reese, didn't, didn't you give me a start yesterday on Lee Peltier and his yeah, so I did a bit of digging on him a few months ago, and he he had the least um, progressive runs of any fullback in the league. Um, so he was basically wasn't getting past the halfway line and travelling with the ball. Yeah, and we um, knew that in yeah. the season in the championship where we won it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, as I say, it's, it's 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 nothing new. I bet he had the. I bet if he'd done stats on one on one and people uh, dribbling past, providing chances whilst he was right back, I bet you'd see those stats probably flip the other yeah, way. Yeah, Just just finally on, on this point, we touched a little bit on Gavin White there. One, do you think he can learn a lot from Adoma? And two, the, you talked about his end product and, and scoring goals and balls into the box. Are those things that you can learn at? Uh, listen, you can, you can always develop. You can always improve. That's the whole nature of the game, right? You continuously develop in your game. And, but I think Gav needs to discover or decide what he is because at the moment, if you ask, I would say, majority of Cardiff fans, they'd all say the same thing. Look, he works hard, works tirelessly for the team, but doesn't get past his defender enough, doesn't put in enough crosses, doesn't score enough goals. Ultimately, when you're across that front line, pressure's different to the back line. You only have to keep it out. You know what I mean? Up front, you have to help keep it out your own net and put it in theirs. Yeah. Now, you know, and they paid two million for him. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's in cheap, a big shape. A thing in, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's not a lot of dough these days in mm. football. But when you look then and you're thinking, well, you could probably pick a Doma up for 
on a free, right? Or 300 grand or something like that, if he's got a year left on his contract, you know, what I'm getting out of a 32-year-old Doma is, you know, triple, treble what I'm getting out of young Gavin White. Mm -hmm. So it's okay, and this is not attack on him by any stretch of imagination. This is just simple football. Talk. No, and, and he can learn. Yeah, yeah, listen, absolutely, yeah. but yeah. you know, stepping up in leagues is difficult, mate. Yeah, you know, you know, you've got to start to think to yourself, well, what I've done. He's got to look at his game and think, what I used to do in League One and in the League of Ireland isn't working right now here, right? So I've got to develop something. I've got to start coming inside and playing off a striker or something like that or playing in midfield and going for a deeper one-two and things like that. But he's got to develop his game and improve his game in order to improve his goals and his assists. It's as simple as that. And if that, you know, you're doing your job. Simple as that. That's all I ask. Yeah. People to do do what they're being asked to do, their job. So Paul's next point is labelled no Marlon Pack. Big and good Ooh, call. Ooh, that's a bit strong, isn't it, Paul? <laughs> Big and good call from Neil Harris, possibly a game or two too late. But midfield look a lot more athletic, energetic as the game went on. Has to be the way forward, Blakey. Why are you aiming that at me, Paul? I don't know, he's talk talking at you from Manchester. <laughs> yeah, but he, uh, we've we've made we we've made those points. Yeah. He's just he's just reiterating what we've said. Did you think it looked a lot better? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It did. <laughs> Are you sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it did, and you know, but I understand. Look, I, I I've played a game, so I understand it. I understand Marlon's situation. I understand that he's a he's a type of defender who realises he's not going to be... If you're playing a high press, he's got to be a six, right? Yeah. He's not... He can't play as an eight. Mm. Right? He simply can't. He knows that, right? didn't he? I would have thought so, right? But he still had this sort of protectionism thing going on all the time, dropping it in the back four. But that becomes a hindrance. It's no different than, like I've just said, Peltier going from right back, following left wing, all the way over to the right-hand side of the pitch, it becomes a hindrance. It's as simple as that. So, cut it out. And he's experienced enough to, to know, right, he might not have seen it, but players who have played the game are telling you, bro, right, you're dropping in too much. You're affecting the midfield line. You're often leaving Bakuna or Rouse or Volks in there 2v1, sometimes 3v1. You have to step forward, stop, because it's costing as well. Right, because you're not quick enough to go with strikers, mm. so you're you're killing us by the fact that it's empty in the midfield to a degree. But then it's killing us because then the likes of Nelson or Marston think you're with someone who you can stay with. Right, so, but again, then it's a pattern of how you're going to play with a man on packing a team. Yeah, and that has to be worked on. And you have to, and if you're swapping and changing constantly, as a manager is, and trying to find a consistent 11, I think. It's different with Neil Warnock because that's what he used to do all the time. Change, 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 change. But this manager, I feel, is trying to get a consistent 11. Doesn't know what his best 11 are. Right? And there's so many players to pick from. Yeah. Right? So he's trying to give everyone a go, everyone a sort of run. Volks has come in and all of a sudden nailed down a place. Right? Volks is nowhere to be seen under Warnock. So they, 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 there's, they, I don't want to just say it's as simple as pack out you know that that's that's a bit heavy for me. I would yeah. I would I I understand, and and would say, like in a, in a team that you want to play like a, a, a sitting to counter attack team, Pack is the best at the six. Yeah, right. I agree with that. But if you're playing right, we're gonna press high. Pack ain't the guy you need in there. Yeah. You need the legs, the younger guys. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Reese, what do you make of the, the midfield three? I think the makeup of it seemed to suggest that Bakuna was more the number six mm. with Rawls and Vox either side as the eight. Yeah, I, for some reason or another, they've stumbled across this midfield, haven't they? Mm. Tomlin's obviously injured. It's because the boot room mentioned it a couple yeah. of weeks ago, mate. We've been on it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a good thing, though, because obviously Tomlin's not getting any younger and how dependent they were on him for creativity. 
isn't sustainable for the future. Mm-hmm. And if they want Harris for years to come, you can't rely on a mm. player like Tomlin because he's going to get injured. He's going to he's eventually going to run out of legs and retire. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of Pack at the start of the season. I thought he was quite a big coup for he'd been at Bristol City for quite a few years and played well in the Championship. So I think he's a good six, like you said. Um, whether he has that energy that a Cardiff team need, I'm not too sure. Mm. Um, to get forward and maybe get say five goals a season. Um, I think he did score earlier on in the season, didn't he? He scored twice. Yeah, yeah. Twelve. Oh, one was given his own goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah long ranges sort of strikes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a head. Yeah, him. he's got a good passing range as well. Um, but yeah, whether Bakuna's better at the six and adding a bit more energy, I'm not sure. Yeah, they did concede two goals mm. quite early on. Exactly. Um, whether Pack offers a bit more defensive solidity is yeah. probably something that remains to be seen if mm. Bakuna can. And especially if you've, on that. if you've got like a Nelson. And you had another athletic centre half. Definitely, you can play yeah. Marlon. Mm. All these things, they, they matter, right? They intertwine, right? You can't play like Flint, Morrison, and Pack. You can't play Flint and Morrison, mm. right? But then Pack ahead of them as a six. You, you, you listen. People counter attack yeah. you. You're finished. I think it's such a shame that we weren't. Well, we haven't seen Rawls and Tomlin together in the midfield this season. I think. Th- those two with Will Vox, for example, in, in the midfield three, or well, midfield two with Tomlin in front, I think. It, mm. What are you expecting really from that? A, a lot of goals, a lot of industry. What, from, from the midfielders? Tomlin, well, as Ralph's become an industry, he's an industrial player, industrious player, but he's not a passer. Mm, I, think I think he is. I think he's one who, he'd probably get forward a bit more, wouldn't he, and break yeah. the lines. I don't think Tomlin. I, I, well, can probably I think do that. with Rolls and Vox, it'd be behind Tomlin. I think that's a properly good setup. Okay, we we, we agree to disagree. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, oh well, how good is it to see Joe Rolls back? First of all, huh? really good to see. Yeah, him great. How good what? To see Joe Rolls. Back. Oh. You rap then, mate, for a moment. I was like, what do you say? Before I was going to go I thought you were speaking like proper, like my missus when she's in Oakdale with all her friends. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? I thought it was good to see, to see him back. I thought he was yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice to see him back. Yeah, got himself on the score sheet. Passion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's been a big Yeah, you can't, listen, you can't deny <laughs> Joe Rolls' is, you know, passion. He's proper, loves the club, proper, you dig, you fight, you I've always said, I just think, again, he's a player who can develop his game into yeah. a more... You know, I like... Listen, I'm a striker. And I'm telling you, I've watched him for years. He doesn't pass the ball forward enough. Right. That's always been my thing with Joe. Mm. Right? Players pass the ball... For, midfielders pass the ball forward. Did you see that um, Chelsea-Liverpool game last night? Yeah. Did you see that kid they were all like raving about for Chelsea? Billy Gilmore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pass the ball forward. Yeah. Right? It makes such a... You, five yards... Five yards to, some, to someone who's running forward, pass the ball in front of them. Mate, it just makes a huge, huge, huge difference. Yeah. And I'm saying, from a perspective of a striker, I'd want... I like, like, I never see Joe play the, the ball into the strength forward, go the other side, or... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I rarely see him, like, like plays developing one side and he's in behind the right centre-half or something like that, you know, so... For a, for a younger player as well. So there's things that you can develop in this game for mm. me. Mm. Okay, so we move on to, to Paul's next point. Murphy has to play, it's called. I know some Cardiff fans question his commitment, but it's there in abundance from so many others that surely a little luxury can be afforded. Murphy is a better creative slash goal threat than Hoyler and needs to be picked, surely. You're drunk, mate. You're absolutely drunk. Don't see it. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. He, like I say, he'd given three or four good performances of of late, but then you see a poor performance from him. It just... And, you know, I'm an advocate of his. I'm t- I, one who said, like, I think he could play as a nine and everything. Think, and listen, we all... Every Cardiff fan in the stadium knows he's got ability, knows he can be frightening, knows he can win games on his own. Difference is, I know I'm getting from Julie, uh, Junior. Mm. I know exactly what I'm getting from Junior. Right? Yes, he, he doesn't go on the outside of players, but never really was an outside winger. He's always been a, a trickster. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's like Houdini. Comes in, don't know what he's going to do. But he works tirelessly for the team. 
always gets back in shape. He'll he he's not an aggressive player, but then he doesn't let he doesn't get taken advantage of on the pitch. If you understand what I mean by that. Um, so if you give me the choice between Murphy and Hoylet, I'm taking Junior all day and twice on Sundays. I'm afraid. Reese, you've done a bit of um, a bit of digging mm. on uh, on Josh Murphy. What have been your findings of him this, yeah. this season? Well, yeah, he has been quite underwhelming, hasn't he, in terms of end product? But he's got so much talent. He's his dribbling, his crossing. I think he has the ability to uh, really make a difference in the championship. And he's 11 million pound, which I think is the most that's, frustrating that's thing the about thing, it. Yeah. Um, it's not his fault, though. No, I, know I, I, I do wonder. No, though. but it comes with responsibility, though. It yeah, does. I know. I stick up for him when it comes to that, because I just think. You, someone if, pays if, what if, they pay for you, but, you know, you, you, the reason they pay it for you is for you to perform, right? And they expect you to perform consistently, at least. If yeah. you're an £11 million player and you he haven't found consistency yet. Yeah, but he didn't demand. He didn't say, I'm not leaving. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Point is, you come. I'm talking personally now. You have a bit of a strut on, right? You the man, man. You come here, you, you know, record, record signing and what have you, what have you. But then he's got the he's got all the stuff you need in the bag. But I, I do wonder whether if you play the midfield three we're talking about, whether that frees Murphy up a little bit more. I think you're right. Um, you're and gives right. him that creative freedom to get inside a bit more. Uh, get down the flank and not have to worry. Like you said, he's not a hard-working player. He's not going to track back and produce what Junior does. Um, so, yeah, I do wonder whether if he is given that a little bit more freedom on the left to show what he's about and show that flair. But then if you give it some of that luxury, they got to perform. Exactly. Right? Yeah. There's no, like, oh, well, no, no, no. you got to perform. And not, yeah. he was a 6 out of 10 at day. When you give someone that luxury, they got to be, their poor game got to be a 7. Mm. It remains to be seen, doesn't it? I think that expectation is has probably been too much hint, for him. It's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Card it has. Um, and you have Cardiff City style players, and Josh Murphy is. I don't think he's a card. He's not a fan's favourite, like Patterson, Tomlin, Hoylett, who works hard as well. The midfield three, they all get the fans off their feet cheering because they've either tracked back, made a big tackle, or flicked a header on as good from a long throw. Mm. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm just not sure if Josh Murphy is right for Cardiff City at this time, anyway. So if, if we were to pick, Paul's obviously gone for Murphy of a Hoylet, you're going Hoylet, Blakey? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? I think you gathered that from my reply. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> just to make sure, just to drill down on it. Just make it, yeah. not yeah. worse, you know. I, I don't think they've got anything to lose with Murphy, because they're, they're trying to push for the playoffs. So exactly, they're five. chasing wins now, aren't they? Yeah, so, so if you play Murphy there, you might... You might lose two 0 You might win three 0 mm. Throw the dice. It's a it's a time. Yeah, but you lose three 0 and fans start turning on you. That's what you have got to realise, isn't yeah. it? You know, yeah, a reaction as a reaction. Yeah. But I think the worst thing to see would be him just be conservative and limp to the end of the season and not try anything different. And then be so, which he would mm. if he doesn't play. You can't have an eleven million pound player sitting on your bench no. playing for the other twenty threes or whatever. That's not his fault. He's paid eleven million. <laughs> 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 okay, right, so Paul's, Paul's next point is called Still in the Mix. Uh, he said, despite only two points out of 12, somehow City is still only five off the playoffs. It's not a great championship this year, but put three or four wins together and they can yet charge into us t- into the top six. Once there, it might be hard for others to display City, given how difficult they are to beat. What do you think of that? Dream. I think it's quite optimistic, dream, isn't it? Dream, Especially considering they No, listen, they uh, listen. Uh, I, I understand what he's trying to say. I understand perfectly what he's trying to say. And we love it. I just try and stay realistic. Mm. Okay. I, heard, I, heard, I heard one of the BBC commentators um, saying about Newport County have a slim, slim chance of... Play. Listen... You've been in the game long enough and seen the game long enough to recognise when a team has got that. Mm. Right? What have we drawn? 13 games at home? Well, 15 overall in the season. Right, 15 games at home. Listen, that's not a a playoff team. It's it's not. And and you can see goals. It's not a playoff team. Yeah, I think playoffs is a bit fanciful at the moment. I I just think think it's wishful thinking... I think it's and think the feeling that oh you're always going to be successful. Well, hey ho, in football you're not. 
you're really successful in football because only one, one team can win the league. Okay, there's the added bonus of getting up to the Premier League, but success is me is, okay, first, second or through the playoffs. It's not just the promotion, it's the, 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 the sense of achievement over the course of a season. But I don't see, um, and I haven't seen it since day one. I've said it since pre-season. I don't, I don't see what we got as being, you know, playoff contenders. You need a run of form, don't you? Establish a way of playing. Right. They haven't done that right. at all season. Right. And if you look at, I, I always, the, the best thing I would say you can uh, use as an example is the, the season we, we went up, the season prior, yeah? Uh, or the season before the Premier League. You know, the way we started that season, you know, we weren't a great football team, but we just had things like raw pace, power, does it mean you had players who defensively could, solid as well? Defensively great, great unit. Mm. You know, Mendes Lang just come poor, wanted to show He's been a championship what he could do. Mm. Raw on fire, you know, big solid at the back, commanding, you know, leadership guidance. You had uh, Bruno, big solid, physical, athletic. You know, you had you know, that team was better than this in my opinion, mm. but. Both teams play the same way. The other team was better at what we do currently yeah. than this team. Had. Yeah. That team went up second. This team, I say, I've said eight to ten from day one. Yeah, you have. Still thinking that. Huh? Yeah. Um, but so there's, there's ten, 10 games to go. Um, if we base this on last season, Cardiff needs 23 points from the last 10 games. Reese, how attainable do you think that mm. is considering well, the next play- four games there's Leeds United, Preston, Bristol City and then Fulham in the not too yeah, distant Five of their last ten are against teams higher up in the league. Mm. But that, that's kind of what you want, isn't it? You want to be testing yourselves against the best teams. And if not you- at this stage of the season. <laughs> you, you, you want all the points. You, you want to slap everybody. Barnsley, Luton, But uh, if you flip that on his head, if you play in the team's fight for relegation, they're, they're going to be equally up for matches, aren't they? And they offer a different threat. Yeah, um, good point. So if you play these playoff contenders and teams like Leeds as well, they turn into six-pointers. And if mm. you win those games, you not only do they not pick up any points, but you, you make ground on them quite quickly. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, I don't think Cardiff will do that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but I think if you if you're choosing a run of games towards the end of the season to um, try and uh, make that five point gap up, I, I I don't think you can pick a better run in terms of trying to test yourself against best teams. It's the teams like Bristol, Brentford, Preston. Those are teams you I think to pick off because they're yeah. in the spot four, just, fifth, yeah. six, seven yeah. spots, right? So. Yeah. Don't think of second and winning it. You know what I mean? Those, those 20, was it 23 points in 10 yeah, games? Yeah. Mm. Well, like, just look how many points we've got after the last 10 games. You know, we haven't hit that sort of consistency no. this season and we're very unlikely to because you don't look, you don't look at the Brentford game and go, ooh, something special's going on here. Mm. We've just found something right toward the end of the season. You know, good month now in March and then we can have a proper push you're not, you're not thinking that you're just ticking off the games oh another draw oh lost okay first time we lost in 20 odd games so first home defeat mm. oh, okay and what you do is find reason the positive but you know Brentford and Preston lost the day so it keeps them only four points ahead of us or blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. but I said to you a couple of weeks four points is massive at this stage of the season mm. It's huge, and now it's gone to five, I think. Yeah. Right. How long ago did I say that? Three weeks ago? Yeah. Right? And we were then three weeks ago saying, ooh, I think we had... They're on that big run of form when they yeah, went, yeah. Well, hadn't been beaten in seven league games. Yeah, yeah. right. And then they've gone uh, draw, draw, loss, loss, draw. Or dra- draw, no, loss, draw, loss, loss, draw. Draw, loss, loss, draw. Draw, loss, loss, draw. Draw, loss, loss, draw. Yeah. Right? So two points out of 12. Right. Yeah. So, listen, uh, but... We sit here and say, oh, yeah, yeah, predictions, predictions. But, you know. Well, feasibly, they have to be the last time. It's which not. Is, it's, I mean, it's, as much as I'd love to do that and cover Premier League football uh, next year. Listen, it, um, the thought process is nice. But yeah. reality, look at it with realism. You know, I always say I love them to surprise me and shock me, do something 
extraordinary. It's been done before. It can happen again. Different ways, different times in football. I'm a great believer in that. However, I'm not seeing anything different to what I've seen in the last two or three months since Neil Harris has been here and the two or three months prior mm. when Neil Warnock was here. I'm not really seeing any major change. Might see one or two goals, which I think, hmm, that's, that's a bit more football, but I'm not generally thinking we're becoming something mm. that, ooh. Mm. Well, that's the end of part two. In part three, we'll be looking ahead to the Barnsley game as well as asking Blakey your questions and having some predictions. Welcome back to the final part of Blakey's Boot Room. Um, I have my final memo from Paul. It's called Barnsley Must Win. I hope that means Barnsley is a must win rather than Barnsley (laughs) must win the game. Uh, he said, if the above is to happen, you have to beat the teams at the bottom. City didn't City didn't with Stoke or Wigan. This is winnable, despite the recent Barnsley improvement. 2-0 Bluebirds, albeit a bit of a smashing grab against a side that plays superior football. So that's his prediction as well, then. That all wrapped and up. this game is at Barnsley. At Barnsley. Um, Barnsley should have won here. They should have. We you sat next to each other, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Good shots. footballing team. They are a good footballing team, yeah. But they can see goals, right? Yeah. What's Paul saying there again? Uh, they have to be win. the teams at the bottom. City didn't with Stoke or Wigan. This is a winnable game despite uh, every improvement from Barnsley. Every game's a winnable game, but Barnsley are on a high. And they've won three of the last four games. Yeah, and Cardiff are just doing what they've done, bump along all season. Yeah. Pick up a win. Three or two or three draws, four or five draws, pick up a win, then a defeat. You know, they haven't been defeated a lot this season. Well, we lost three times, four times this season. Something like that. Yeah, it's not many, is it? Um, losses. Are you talking about Cardiff now? Yeah. Nine, nine. Um, bearing in mind Brentford have lost. I mean, I mean at home, like. Oh, sorry, at home. Uh, uh, they lost twice. At twice home. at home. Yeah, yeah, twice. All right, so, but away form. Seven. Right against the likes of we've gone to Wigan early on in the season. Yeah, oh, that's a poor. Reading early on in the season. You know, not great teams, mate. Yeah. You know, play a bit of football, but you know, going to Barnsley and expecting. A 2 0 win? Yeah, this, this miracle push to the end of the season. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now. Listen, I I just kind of just, it's just rolling out for me. Mm. If we can get some performances, you know, start to put, start to build things for next season. It's a pity Adoma and Sanderson are both on loan. You know, I think if you can get them back, great, because you start to build towards next season. And ideas of what you want. But, I kind of just, it's just like, I'd say the stadium reflects my mood because mm. there's less and less fans going. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's less and less fans yeah. believing in we got the, it's not It's not the lack of will by them. No. It's, we look and we, they're real, they're real people, they're, they're real fans. I would say you never kid a kidder. Mm. They just look and think, we not quite got it. Not, we, we know we haven't got it. And yeah. now once Tomlin went down, most fans were thinking, it's it, it's over. And I, for me, it was probably over before that, but he would have kept you in contention because of his form was so good. But mm. once he went, it's going to take something special for you to uh, step forward and go and win, let's say, four out of the next five games. Right, well, well, let's move on to, to Ask Blakey then because there's, there's one question here from um, a fan account called Left of Centre and they say, the crowd showing patience when things go wrong... Oh, hang on, no, that's, that's the second part. Of the <laughs> Why does it take going behind to play with urgency and pace? Inferior Cardiff teams have been backed by the crowd before against the odds. Is it the anxieties of losing, playing a bad ball, etc. that is affecting confidence? A conundrum of which needs to change first... The crowd showing patience when things go wrong, or the side throwing off the, the shackles and going for it. Surely we have to now. We have to now, as it's twist or stick time. It's, it's easier said than done. Yeah. 
And yeah. fans, uh, I'll say this: I, I think the fans have pushed this team all season. Yeah, I don't think. I think it'd be great. Away I don't. Be amazing. Uh, always has been at Cardiff, but I don't think we've had many games this season where the players have led the fans and got the fans going. Mm. It's been more. This is unacceptable. You better get out second half yeah. and show mm. me certain. So the fans have pushed the players. Harris sort them out at Birmingham. All, all, it's been it's been the way all season. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of a a hangover of Premier League football, but I say it's not hangover. It's expectation. Mm. First time round with Warnock going up, no expectation. Then he built a a, a a kind of whitewashed expectation for Premier League, so no pressure. Right. Everyone expects you to go down. We probably will, but if we stay up, it's a bonus. Mm. But let's go and have fun. Then what happens is you drop back the championship as a Premier League team. Right? You can't get away from that. So what happens then is people go, our fans go, right. And you spent money. Okay, we expect top six minimum. Minimum, we expect top six. Because you didn't spend nowhere near that money to get us up last time. Mm. Now you spent what we'd say proper dough. We want, we expect, we expect promotion. I said, you're in a totally different, you know, it's apples and oranges, mate. Expectation can do some serious funny things to people, right? When you're expected to win, right? I give you Anthony Joshua. Mm. Andrew Ruiz. As an example, you mm. expected to go out and duff this guy up and he blammed you in three rounds, right? Would you expect to see Anthony Joshua fight the way he did the second time he fought Ruiz on the run? you think, just go and blast that kid out of there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Pure caution, expectation, changes everything, right? That's all I'll say. Expectation... Okay. No, not for me. Ryan Davis asks, can Blakey see Will Vorks getting into the Welsh team for the Euros? It's fantastic to see him on a good run of form for the mighty Bluebirds. Always enjoy the pod. Keep it up, Blakey. Just Blakey, not keep it up me or Paul. <laughs> Just keep it up, Blakey. That's fine. Cheers, Ryan. I can see him. I can see him. Cheers, right? I can see him in the squad. I can see him in the squad. Yeah. Whether he'll play or not, I don't know. But I would say he's... He's done enough to get in the squad. You'd have to oust yeah. like Ampadu or Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's squad, I'm talking. It's probably... I don't know. And With Morel, he, he's a funny one because he, he's a lovely player. He is a lovely And he player. plays the ball forward, right? So Will's problem is, right, I need to see intelligent running in behind defences. I need to be seeing intelligent shape and organisation alongside your other midfielders. I need to see you got scoring goals. Well, we know we got a rocket in him, right? But I need good timing and arriving in the box. I need great defensive shape. I need to see these things for him to stand any sort of chance, right? Because what Ryan already knows is at international level, I know I'm getting out of morale. I'm not asking, can he do it? I know he can, so put that to bed, mm. right? For our boy, I think he's got to do more. Right? I think his, his game needs to adapt more. But I don't think it can in the team he's playing in the way we play football. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's always, there's always added stuff. Mm. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. If our team and our players are maxing, right? and you're not going to max all season, but the way we play with maximum football for how we want to play if we're up there you'd see a different Will Volks you'd see a different Bakuna different Rouse yeah different Glatzel different Hoyland you would you'd see different you'd see differences all over the park but they're not they're stuck in a way of playing that you know Will was brought here because he's a bit of a tiger got a long throw right so what we can do is put Sean in the box he doesn't have to throw it no more he can edit and someone else can put it in. Okay. But we need a bit more, right? Mm-hmm. Will, Will, what are you going to do? You know, well, also, I'm going to get him behind the fences. Yeah, I'm going to arrive in the box. 
Gary Speed-esque, God rest him. Right, I'm gonna get goals. Although these are these are things that propel you to international level. Right? You can't just say, oh, I'm playing in Cardiff. And he's not saying that, but I'm saying you can't, oh, he's playing, he's doing all right. You know, that gives you, doing all right is not good enough for international. Mm. Doing all right, you go out against France, you get peppered 6 0. Doing all right. Right? <laughs> you need more than that. I'd like to see him get a chance this month in the friendlies, if, uh, if possible. Mm. I think that would be the way that Giggs sort of sees how he fits into a different system because Wales obviously play very different football. Yeah, I would have thought he'd be in, what, it was probably a 30-man squad and then yeah. cut. Yeah. I would have thought he'd be in there, but he'd be one of the ones who will have to play exceptionally yeah, well if he like. if he's in in the first instance. Because mm. Ryan might think, well, no, he's just not done enough. Because he hasn't been in any games, or has anyone been watching him? I know? haven't seen him at any... Right, uh, so. He's been in a couple of Swansea games, so obviously they've got more... Uh, well, Welsh players there. Um, Shut up. Paul, Paul O'Sullivan <laughs> asks, do you think Neil Harris is the right manager for us? No. You don't? No. Okay, I feel know. for him. I honestly do. But, you know, listen, i got my opinion, i got my visions on what I think I would do. Mm. They don't match what the club think, what the club does. Right. Okay. Let's see. I'm never going to get to play out my dreams or my intentions, am I? That's never going to happen. So. Never say never. Uh, no, I will. Right. So I look at that and I just look and think. In this day and age. Not in this day and age. In any day and age, football is football. Right. And for me what Liverpool and Man City have done in the last three years is propel the game forward. Mm. When Pep first came in, didn't win a title second year, won a title third year, won a title. Propelled the game forward. 100 odd points. Liverpool, 100 odd points, finished second. This year, 20 odd points ahead. We're not even in the middle of the match. Mm. They propelled the game forward. Now, you can look at the championship and go, oh, right, this is where we take our lead. No, 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 no. Look at the best and say to yourself, are we closer to them in the last four years or are we further away? What would you say? Further away. Right. So are you going forward, <laughs> you stand still, or are you going backwards? That kind of come full circle to my point. Okay. Um, Michael Yude asks, what's the latest on our injury list? All right, okay, maybe I, I can answer this. Arch Michael. Uh, Mendes... Um, hoping to be back before the, the end of the season but I, I highly doubt that Bamba is not injured as far as I'm aware he played the under-23s game the other day um, he's just, just in Alaska he's right just now. out of favour isn't he mm. very much out in the cold mm. as I've just realised you were referring to as Alaska um, <laughs> Greg Greg Cunningham uh, out for the season uh, Vassell Made his comeback for the under twenty threes, which mean Reese went to go and watch the other day. Pulled up after twenty five minutes. Strange signing. So someone, I got a friend who's a Birmingham City fan. I've said that before on a podcast, and he 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 texts me when we signed him. I think I was on holiday, mm. saying, "Good luck with that." Always injured. Now you do any due diligence. I want to know how many games you've played in the last three years, not last season. Joey Sally. So he's 27 this September. Since his 24th birthday, he's played 17 games. Wouldn't touch him, I'm afraid. Three, three of his best years of his wouldn't, career. Wouldn't, I feel wouldn't touch him. I, listen, I, I feel for him massively. Of course I do. Yeah. He's a professional footballer and can carry out his duties. Mm. But, you know, my job isn't to be sympathetic. Mm. My job is no, Cardiff City. No, you're right. You're right? right. So, That's another weird one, isn't it? What, that Warnock's brought in quite late in his time here. Why, why, why would you look at his record and think, Yes, he's going to be able to get me 25 games a season. Well, I, Not goals, games a season. Did he say at the time that he had a gut feeling about yeah. himself? Yeah, well, that what was wrong. That, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got, got two medic- championship goals in his career. Maybe he just had a curry the night before. Yeah. And <laughs> had a bad stomach. <laughs> yeah, no, so unfortunately, Michael, I don't think he's going to be back. No, him. no, no. And you do, you, you, you feel for him massively. Mm. You always feel for yeah. players. I've played with players who just... 
you know, once get one major injury and then it just the the injuries just don't stop coming and it, it is soul destroying. But yeah. ultimately, he was just brought here, so you know, was that a good signing? No. Mm. Okay, Ellis Hearn then finally asks from the Brentford game. Take away those first twenty minutes. Do you feel our midfield looks a lot more dynamic with Rolls of Oaks and Bakuna, or do you prefer Marlon in there instead of Bakuna? We have covered that a little bit, but if you were to choose them between um, Bakuna and and Pack as the six, <laughs> Blakey, a Bakuna. Yeah, Reese, did you say the same? Yeah, I think they work much better on Saturday, and you can you can only go off previous performance, can't you? So I would probably switch it though. I would probably have Rouse as a six. Really? Because I. I I think like he's our second highest goal scorer. Yeah, does he offer more in front of goal? Yeah, he, he, I think Bakuna's athleticism. I just think he's underutilized. Honestly, do I'm mm. a big fan as well. Like, so I, 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 I don't think Joel get you six or se- has got six or seven goals, five or six goals. Yeah, I think you got a hat trick and you got two before that. Yeah. I think six. Yeah, but he's not a prolific midfield scorer. No, I mean he has been out for three months as well. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm just talking in general. Yeah, so fair. prior to that, he's not a prolific goal scorer or anything like that. I, I, I would play Joel Deeper because uh, he's very good at organising as well. Yeah, good leadership qualities, and uh, I put the responsibility of Bakuna. Listen. You've got to get goals. You've got to get in the box. Your athleticism, you know. It's not many midfielders that can run with Bakuna. No. That's what you've got to think of. It's For 90 not, minutes as well. Right. It's because he's fit as. Mm. So, great athlete. So, last 20 minutes when teams are starting to die because we pressured, pressured, high-pressed for, you know, 20, 30 minutes in each half. Right. Go and get goals. Mm. You know? Okay then, we'll come on to our predictions for the Barnsley game away. As always, Reese guest on the show, so you get the score prediction first. Thank you. Um, well, I should have mentioned it earlier, but Barnsley got the youngest squad in the championship. Oh God! Average age, running around the pitch. Average, <laughs> average age of twenty-three. If you want to try and look at it positively, you saw should the ag- beat them up. Yeah, you saw the aggression from Volks after what happened with Thomas Frank. Um, if they can take that, if they can take the game to them and get on their backs. Try and intimidate them. Why can't you win? I'll go two one Cardiff. Nathan, do 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 the the, the abo. I've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go on one draw. One one. Yeah, I think we'll. I think they'll pip us. All right, but I'll go one one draw. We'll hold on for a draw. I think Barnsley will score first. What's the lottery number Saturday? Um, <laughs> I think Cardiff will come back and win 2 1. Okay. Absolute handing. I'm not there though because I'm in Ireland, so follow Tom Coleman, I think, for uh, for the match updates. What? Oh, just, what are you doing in Ireland? Going to a family wedding. Yay! Bit of genius. <laughs> bit of brandy, bit of whiskey, bit of dancing. Looking forward to it. Although I, um, I'm missing a lot of live music. What um, part of Ireland? Killarney, South West Islands. I'm flying up to Cork tomorrow morning and cross-country train. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Reese, thank you very much for coming on yes, the show. Hope yes, yes. Great debut, Reese. Great debut. Yeah. We'll get you on more often. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah thank you. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, uh, and thanks again for all your questions. Thank you for listening and keep up to date with all the Cardiff City news at Wales Online. <laughs>